Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast on the Council on the Future of Education. I'm Rob Furman. I'm here with uh, one of the founding members of CFE and a lifelong friend of mine for a number of years now. We've been working together, Mr. Keith Reeves. How you doing, Keith? I'm well. How are you, sir? Good, man. Uh, Keith and I have been friends for a long time, so it's interesting uh, interviewing somebody who uh, we've been so close uh, for quite a while. We've done a lot of stuff together with the seditionist videos and all that kind of stuff. But we're now he and I are venturing off into another uh, organization together, and we're both founders of this group called the Council on the Future of Education. Uh, Keith, tell me a little about tell me, tell us a little bit about yourself and you know how you found yourself involved with this organization. Uh, I began my career as a uh, middle and high school music teacher in a poor rural school district in upstate New York um, and working with disadvantaged kids and um, a, a frustrated and frustrating school system was an early primer and trial by fire for what was wrong with the American public school system. Um, the uh, kids were not getting their needs met, and a lot of the teachers felt the same way. And the forces that were driving the pedagogical and policy decisions seemed to have very little to do with teaching and learning. Um, after relocating to Virginia, um, I taught elementary school, including self-contained special ed. And with a completely different school system and a completely different sociopolitical landscape, still found many of the same X factors, many of the same variables that I found frustrating and that I thought were stymieing learning, um, it, it seemed to be universal. Um, so I you know, got involved in union politics, um, was, you know, got ran on a board of directors for a union for a while, did not find that to be a viable solution to the problems that I found, uh, found more like-minded folk, got involved in educational technology, went into administration with the hope that I could teach more and more teachers to teach the ways that I had been taught that were effective. You and I both being musicians by music teachers by uh, our original uh, vocation, we have always been involved in performance-based assessment. We have always been involved in authentic, you know, learning and problem solving and problem-based yeah. and situation-based things. It was shocking to me how little other teachers knew about things like that. I got really tangled up in assessment because I kept reading research that showed us how bad these multiple choice standardized tests were for kids, how bad our traditional assessment structures were. And so I have found myself with like-minded folk like you who are impatient with the idea of reform and fervently believe in revolution. Um, I think that the, the quote that always comes to mind is the one that Ken Robinson gave his, in his 2010 TED Talk, that to reform this thing is not enough. Every school system in the world is being reformed right now. What we need is a revolution. Absolutely. Could not agree more, as always, buddy. Um, and so uh, one thing that I also think is, is interesting to note here is that um, through the years, you've had a load of experiences when it comes to the need to revolutionize public education. And you've also put that into your first book, uh, Insurrection, which really has been uh, personally to me a driving force into my understanding of uh, the need to revolutionize education. So um, I would say for those of you that are interested in reading more um, on 
you know, the type of things that the council is doing, that would be a great place to start would be uh, the book Insurrection uh, by by Keith Reeves. Um, so, Keith, what experiences or passions, and I know you've got tons, uh, are you going to bring to the council on the future of education? Well, one thing that I seem to find myself doing in any of the, uh, you know, national and international scale conversations that we're starting to get into is I tend to be the one that brings the conscience and the voice of the student back to the center. And I really hope to hold people accountable for and keep people honest with the core reason why we're here, the individual empowerment of every single child without exception. Anything that is coercive or oppressive to the child, anything that perceives children as objects instead of people, anything that silences their voice, that fails to account for their preferences, for their desires, for them as unique, powerful human beings, to me is repugnant. And it's inadvertent in many cases, particularly when you're dealing with people who are genuine avowed pedagogues and people who are experienced and loving people. But if we don't have love of the individual child and an honest, authentic perception of them at the heart of our practices, then we're in the wrong. We're in the wrong as adults. So I'm really hoping that I can bring that you know ferocious and fervent focus that I bring um, to other milieus, to this as well. And I wouldn't, I would be lying if I said that I don't think that um, revolution and assessment to the eliminating the influences of the standardized testing commercial complex would be high on my list. Because I do think it's among the most corrosive and anti-child chattel mentality things that goes on in schools today. No, oh, absolutely. And uh, that brings back uh, a thought of the declaration that, that we wrote, and you were uh, very much an integral part in, in keeping us focused and, and writing a, a hefty portion of that. Right. I guess you could sort of call it, call you our Thomas Jefferson. Um, <laughs> I certainly take that as the compliment it is intended. Ab- <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but if you get a chance, make sure you listen or read. We have it in both podcast and uh, in a blog post, uh, the Declaration of Educational Independence. Uh, so, Keith, what do you see as uh, an overarching goal for this organization? It's very much a grassroots group. We, we just gathered ourselves together and we have really started from the very, very bottom, uh, the basic core of this. But what do you see as, as a goal Uh, for the Council on the Future of Education. Well, you know, I would hope that one of the outgrowths, just as the Declaration of Educational Independence serves as the sets of maxims and mores that will guide us in terms of philosophy and values, the, the outgrowth of a constitution, I think, would be a powerful uh, vehicle. What are the immutable, irrevocable core tenets of what appropriate research-based public education should look like? Things that are not able to be compromised. If we say things like no standardized testing, we don't mean a little bit. We don't mean now and then. We mean none, zero, no exception. I would love to see us end up crafting um, much as the, I guess, in, in the opposite way that the Council of Ten felt that all, excuse me, the Committee of Ten felt that everything should be standardized. We are kind of the antithesis of that because standardization has been shown to be corrosive. It is an institutionalization of children and we want to set them free. Creating an educational constitution, the basic core principles that ought to be present and immutable in all schools everywhere would be a powerful thing. 
we're going to have to build a lot of consensus across a fairly wide swath of the socio-political spectrum. But the Council on the Future of Education is comprised of people with fairly diverse voices. I hope we will continue to expand those voices. We must include people of all geographic regions, of all socioeconomic backgrounds, uh, everybody, uh, all representatives on the GLBT spectrum, people of color, women. We need We need to make sure that we are all inclusive. But if we can include and empower all of the possible voices that represent all of the different permutations of children, we may well come up with a concrete document that helps to guide future educational policy. That would be uh, uh, fantastic. I'm, that, that's, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's what we're really hoping to do uh, here at the CFE. So Keith, one last question here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Give us a prediction for the future of education, maybe three to five years out, not a long, long one, but uh, give us a scenario that you see could be coming to fruition here in the next three to five years for public education. I think you're going to see the charter system collapse. I think that the statistics continue to show us that the charter model uh, experiment was a failure. We're not seeing charter schools perform better. The data is becoming concrete. And I think that the uh, parents and uh, uh, family members who genuinely get invested in learning how kids can learn better and the kids who want to be set free and learn better are going to start demanding that things get back to where they need to be. Um, I think that, you know, getting proper educators back in control and scale back, I think you're going to see a a scaling back of standards and standardized testing, because I think this thing is starting to groan and heave under its own weight. But I think that many of the reform-minded experiments that have been put in place, particularly since the 1970s, are starting to show their wear, and they do not respond to an agile 21st century digital environment where children expect to be able to be themselves. They are demanding their individual voice. And that empowerment of the child, I think, is going to translate into the collapse of some of the more traditional reforms we've seen, which should create a vacuum of power into which the things that the CFE wants to do can flow. Excellent. Thank you so much, Keith Reeves. Uh, Remember, please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Check out our website, edufuture.us. Um, and we will certainly be having more and more information coming to you. If you're interested in getting to be a, a member of the Council on the Future for Education, uh, you can email us, councilfutureedu at gmail.com, and uh, we'll be able to get some information to you. Again, thanks, Keith, and this is the Council on the Future of Education podcast. Fires of frustration and discord are burning in every city.